the number one reason all of y'all need to make friends with somebody at your bank or financial institution is at the end of the day, you're going to want to borrow money. So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right, and welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. My name is Charles McGill. So excited to be talking to you guys today. Before we get started, got to make sure the credit boss, aka credit coach, is in the building. Ms. Eva Palacios, you in the house? Yes, what's up? Hey, we got Yay. the late late night edition of the podcast tonight. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. We am, yeah. It, it almost didn't happen. <laughs> it almost didn't happen. That's right. We're, we, we have rescheduled a couple times. <laughs> Uh, we're trying to figure it out because you are traveling. Yeah. So we got to make sure that we get this thing in. I know. I got to like seriously like look at my weeks and my months ahead of time so we can like plan everything out. Yes. Yes. Because things are moving and shaking. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate my uh, family kind of bearing with us. So we, we don't got a lot of time. We can't <laughs> spend a lot of time today because uh, this is already dinner time and uh, we got to get rolling. But yeah, how, how's your week been? Good. Good. Busy. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, same here. Uh, super busy, um, which is good. I've been getting myself together, more organized. Uh, I got an assistant that's been helping me. Uh, so that's been great. There you go. Oh my gosh. And yeah. it's so funny because we had the conversation where like, Eva, I think you need an assistant. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't need an assistant yet. <laughs> yeah. No, you do. <laughs> you do. I have issues. I know. I have but like one- control issues. <laughs> I know, but one day we going we gonna go ahead and, and um we'll get we'll get that. We'll get an assistant yeah. for you. But um, it it has been in the back of my mind. Like at least it's been in the back of my mind to where I'm entertaining the idea. Yeah. And that's I'm just that's like, usually your process. I've noticed that since working with you. Like yeah. I'll say something and you'll tell me no immediately. <laughs> and I just have to kind of wait a week or two and you'll start stewing on it. And you'll come back and we'll talk about it more and then eventually <laughs> And then it happens. <laughs> then it happens. <laughs> But it's cool. I like that because, you know, the process is, you know, you'll you'll ask some good questions and, you know, kind of forces it to the, the the idea to get flushed out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, which is cool. So but yeah, uh, it, you do need one. I'm just telling you right now. And then I'm thinking, OK, I definitely need somebody that has the superpowers that I don't have to make sure stuff gets done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about it more. We'll talk about it more. Um and then, you know, once we put it in the universe or put it on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> then things uh, possibly can start to happen. So, and, you um, know, and it is like, isn't that, I don't know. Well, you know, we had our lion's call, our first lion's call for the month. And, ah, oh, I mean, just hearing all of the, the different wins and the different successes that people are having, I'm like, Guys, like, are are you not feeling this energy? Like, we're doing things that we don't normally do. Talk about money, talk about finances, take certain steps to in different directions, and just money is coming. Money is coming, whether it's in a form of a dollar bill or a form of an asset or a form of a person that's going to help you get to that next level. Like, yeah, that energy. Uh it's dope. No, it definitely, definitely money has been flowing. Um, there's tons of money. I keep telling myself, I keep reminding yeah. myself that there's tons of money out there. Money is not scarce. Yep. It's an abundance. And um, yeah, and I think once you start, you know, opening up your mind to it and putting it out there, um, you know, you really can start to to see some changes. It's It sounds, it almost sounds funny because, you know, it almost sounds like mystical and like, you know, like make believe, like all you have to do is believe in the money. But <laughs> it's, it's true. Like yeah. the, the morning affirmations, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the vision boards, the, you know, repeat, you know, eat, sleep, drink the idea. Like yeah. it's crazy. 
Yeah, I've had a money goal for myself, uh, like an earning for like the household for a while. And for a while, we wouldn't get close at all. And it was it was like a, a, a goal that, you know, scary. You know, when I first put it down, me and wife were like, what? Like, we, are you kidding me? We, <laughs> you out your mind. <laughs> we never have that kind of. But, man, we've been knocking at the door and I've been like, wow, this is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think really the reason why is because. I put it out there and then, you know, I'm my mind and the, the decisions I'm making are, you know, like, it's like when your goal is just to, you know, like say if you're, you're working out or whatever and your goal is just to, you know, I don't know, do 10 push ups, something, you know, um, that may be challenging for some or maybe not for others, but yep. just say it is what it is. But let's say you actually in your body, you can actually do 50. Right. You could you yep. could actually do 50, but your goal is 10. You're just going to strive for that 10 and that's it. But you're selling yourself short. You don't yep. even know it. And so sometimes what you got to do is say, I want to do 100. Yeah. Right. And that sounds crazy. But then you mess around and do 50 or 60 and you're like, yep. whoa, I you thought know I could only do 10. <laughs> I thought I could do 10. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of yes. like what I've been doing. I've been just stretching myself that way. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's go for, you know, this crazy kind of number or these, these these crazy goals and let's see what happens and yes it's uh it's pretty cool yeah 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 it is it's it's dope <laughs> yeah so let's get into our podcast today uh we yes. uh we have a pretty uh cool topic to talk about today which i i'll be honest with you had not really thought about too much until uh recently just because of the different things i've been exposed to yeah. um i was just telling you you know now that i'm uh, entrepreneur with two businesses and, you know, um, partnering uh, with you and just, you know, there's so much other stuff that I have going on. I have all these clients I'm helping out. I'm, I find myself like, you know, with more, um, you know, like basically interacting with the bank more than I've ever really had to. <laughs> um, and it, I actually just recently too, I mean, this is kind mm-hmm. of a sidebar, but uh, just so you know, I had another like when we went to go stay at the hotel recently, yeah. you know, for our business trip, um, the the hotel charged me twice. Mm. Now, normally I wouldn't notice this because we, um, you know, we're doing okay. And normally, when the when the uh, account is is uh, on the the fuller side, if you will, I pay less attention to what's being spent because I'm just like, hey, we got it, it's cool. Yeah. But because of this new mindset, I'm paying attention to everything. I'm, That's I'm right. Sure, everything. Like, no, 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 no. Let's see. I don't care if it's two dollars. Like, <laughs> where did two dollars come from? Um, yes. and so And so I noticed. I was like, hold on, they double charged us. That's mm-hmm. like that. Hold on. And and the thing, it didn't, it, it didn't affect the overall like you know amount of money I had, but still, it's I noticed it, and I and I end up you know calling them and. Um, they fixed it, but it was just, you know, it's cool to just even be like, you know, just to, to, to have that kind of like, uh, confidence to Reaction. be like, you know what? Yeah. Like, yeah. And also you need to get my money back. Like, nah, we ain't, we not, we not playing we around. Fighting. Like, we that's fighting. right. <laughs> you don't give me my money back. <laughs> but with that said, you know, I noticed I've been calling the bank more and just doing more different things. And I, I noticed yeah. now that we have like more accounts than I've ever had. And I never really thought about, uh, what what how important it is to have a relationship with your bank yes never thought about that but it's been coming up like it's been coming up like um you know shout out to you you've exposed me to uh, certain people you know and and i'm getting like i actually just got a message from um you know someone that works at a bank you know telling me about something i need to do and i don't never i used to never get (laughs) messages from from the bank um and, and a good message, not like a, a good message. Yeah, no, it's like message. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, uh, you need to go ahead and do this thing so we can give you some money. What? Like, they're helping you get money. Helping me get money. Dang. This is crazy. You see so, what I'm telling you? Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. But but let's talk about that because I don't know that I don't know that folks really understand oh. what this is about. Because once again, even shout out to you know one of our lions. Uh, is it Purcell that was was the testimony? Yes. About how he's just getting all this free money, right, from the banks. They're like, anyway, let me stop talking. They gave me money. They just gave me money. I got money over here. I got money. I didn't even know I was getting money, you know? Exactly. So, Eva, talk to us. First of all, walk us through, number one, why is it important to have a relationship with your bank? Oh, the number one reason all of y'all need to make friends with somebody at your bank or financial institution is at the end of the day, 
you're going to want to borrow money. Whether it's for a home loan, an auto loan, a credit card, a personal loan, whatever. When you build these relationships with your financial institutions, which basically means, you know, can we get on a first name basis? You know, can I show up? I don't know. Maybe they treat you right. You drop them a box of donuts. Just build a relationship because at the end of the day, they're going to be offering you probably more services or products that can help you get to your next financial level. And furthermore, know that every financial institution is different. Different financial institutions have different cultures. Their customer service levels are different. But I'm going to be honest. I've got five credit unions and two banks. What? Yes. I have accounts everywhere. Don't mean that there's money in them, but I have accounts everywhere. <laughs> so you got, so that's seven relationships, basically. Seven relationships. Absolutely. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask. So the next question is, okay, so what what do you think is a good mix uh, in terms of uh, national banks, yep. local banks, credit unions? Um, what's a good mix? And then also, if you could, try to give people a breakdown of the difference between the two. Like, why is it important? Like you were yes. telling me, I have Bank of America. That was the only thing I used to just ride with them. That's the only thing I had, right? But you've told me, uh, open up a Bank of the West account, open yeah. up a Chase account, open up a, a Navy Credit Union, you know? Yes. And I'm, so I'm like, why, why do I need to do all this? So, oh, are you, you? Five credit unions. Did I say five credit unions? Yeah, five, five credit unions. Okay, yep. yeah. Because I was like, okay. okay, Navy in there? Yes. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so tell us why. Like, what, what, what's a good mix? And tell us what they are. What's a good mix? And yeah, what do you recommend in terms of how people get started? Well, first and foremost, so for me, I've got five credit unions, two banks. Why so many? Why like that? Well, first off, Credit unions offer a lot better services, lower rates when you're borrowing. They actually, because they are a member-based service, what this basically means is the reason the credit union exists is because regular people like you and I make deposits and the credit union is created. So it's funded by the people. It's funded by the members. Because it's funded by us, in essence, their interest rates are really low. Mm. A lot of them offer free accounts, meaning they don't charge you a monthly service as long as you have a minimum of like $5 or 20 up between $5 and $25 sitting in a savings account. Wow. As long as it's there, you're not getting charged those monthly service fees like the other guys do. Now, another reason I have so many is because, like I said, every financial institution does something different. You know, Credit Union A may have their auto loans at their cheapest auto loan at a 4.9, where Credit Union B might have it at a 2.9. Why Credit Union C might give it at a 1.9. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you only have access to those rates if you are a member. So one of the things I coach my students on is if they don't have any credit unions, let's Google search credit union near me and let's see who does what. What kind of rates do they offer? What kind of other services do they offer? Like lending, you know, do they do mortgages? Do they do auto loans? Do they do the recreational vehicles? Do they offer, you know, custodial accounts, the the accounts for the children? Some credit unions offer financial literacy programs and workshops. Hmm. So you want to, when choosing a credit union or any financial institution for that matter, that's what I look for. I look to see, okay, great. You can hold my money, but how much are you going to pay me in interest for holding the money? And interest rates right now are low, so that's a little bit of a factor. But what type of rates do you offer? Should I need to borrow money? I know I'm in a good place. Mm. Okay, so that's a credit union. So give me, you know, national bank, local bank. What's the difference? I always recommend people to have two bank accounts, a local bank account and a national bank account. Nationwide, meaning... 
I can be in California and this same bank name is also in the other states, nationwide banks. So that when you travel out of state, you have easy access to your money. Also, most importantly, when you travel internationally, you're with a nationwide bank, their banking hours or customer service hours are generally really, really long or 24 Mm seven. So if you lose your debit card while on vacation or your account's compromised while on vacation, you can nip it in the bud because you know you're going to get a customer service rep that usually is 24 hours a day. Your local bank, their hours are limited. But the main difference with the local bank, you may actually feel like you're treated like on a name basis, first name basis, because since they're smaller, they're local, they really believe in, okay, let's get to know our customers and let's build relationships with them versus you're dealing with the national level. They pretty much just look at you as a number, Mm. but you want to have both options. Yeah. And I could tell you, I've had that experience. Um, you know, when, as I've opened up my business, uh, banking account, with the national bank from our uh, preschool. And I can tell you when I b- dealt with the business banker there, first of all, they, they had a quote unquote business banking specialist, but it didn't seem like they were really a specialist. They didn't really like, and I talked to like <laughs> at least four or five of them in different locations. And none of them seemed like they really knew what they were doing uh, yeah. at this national bank. And because they told me they, they like, they really don't really deal with a lot of businesses and they just were you know, basically reading, looking up articles to answer my questions, but yeah. didn't know anything offhand. And also just, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel like, I felt like a, yeah, like a number. I mean, I was, I'm a, I'm a business you owner. Important. You're not a priority. You're a business owner and you're not even a priority. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I remember kind of commenting about that and, you know, they, they, they try to, they try to sum me, you know, basically like, you know, well, we, we have different uh, levels of accounts and, you know, basically, basically telling me my money was too small, you know, for them to be messing yeah. with me. Cause I guess if, if I had a certain level of, of, of uh, revenue or, or amount in the bank that I would be dealing with an actual business banker. Right. So I was like, well, okay, you know, whatever. But at the same time, y'all the ones that said, <laughs> you know, y'all that have this account at this level, it ain't my fault that, you know, uh, my, my business hasn't grown that big yet. I shouldn't get like less service. Um, nice. whereas with, you know, with this, uh, local bank, uh, same kind of account, I feel, you know, very much different. Uh, you know, the experience is very different. Um, yes. and, you know, feeling a lot more like, you know, like, like they're interested in me. Like I said, I just got a like they care. message. Yeah. I just got like a message like, Hey Charles, you know, make sure you get this done. I mean, that's super cool, you know. So yeah, I could I could I could I could attest to that. Um, okay, so so what I mean, so you you kind of define the credit union. Is there a specific definition that makes a bank a bank versus a credit union? I know the credit union is for the people. So a bank is just what for profit? Is that just yeah, ran by okay? Yeah. I mean, you just gotta I mean, think about it. Think about it for all of the people that are out there that have ever gotten non-sufficient fund fees, late fees, overdraft fees whatever, how many times have you called your bank to get them to waive those fees? And did they waive them like nicely? Now you got to pull teeth. Yeah. You got to pull teeth and, and, and they may only do it once a year. One, yeah. They, and, they, and they clock it too. they be like, uh, actually you asked for this. The last time was July 1st, 2018. <laughs> you only get it every four years. So no. Right. Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, for me, it's always, I've learned that it's always about the experience and whoever treats you the best or whoever you feel, you know, more comfortable with or service level is high. That's probably who you're going to rock with. But at the end of the day, we always should work with the mindset of needing options, having options, because granted, you know, your level of service is excellent at, you know, institution number one. But if their rate on their auto loan is higher than somebody else's, you can still keep your banking with that bank. You would just choose your auto loan at a different financial institution to get the better rate. Yeah. And and so... So two things there. So um, 
one thing is like, so when you're saying all these different banks and you said you don't really have money in all of them. So it sounds like you don't necessarily have to have like, you know, you don't got to be doing a whole bunch of transactions with each one of them. It sounds like you just have to have an account open. Well, and this is where you always want to double check. Okay. Remember how I said, I got five credit unions, two banks. Credit unions generally offer free accounts Mm -hmm. as long as there's a minimum required deposit in the savings which is usually between $5 and $25. Mm-hmm. So if I just have this credit union with 25 bucks in savings and that's it, and it holds my relationship there because mm-hmm. they may offer the better rate, then it's going to hold my position there. I don't get no nasty phone calls talking about, hey, Eva, how come you're not putting more money? How come you're not doing this? How can you never do that? I've had these accounts for years. Mm-hmm. From the job that I was at, Set for 17 years, I still got that credit union in the Bay Area. Actually, when I started with that company, it was with one credit union. When I left, in the middle of it, it switched to another credit union. So I have those two credit unions. Mm. And then my hubby, he works in San Jose. We in that credit union. We're a local credit union here in Stockton. Then we just got Navy Federal Credit Union. So at the end of the day, as long as you have your minimums there, it basically holds that relationship. Now, granted, I'm not really talking to anybody and walking in and saying hi, but when it comes to lending, they're going to look to see how long have you had that account open for? Mm -hmm. And has there ever been any problems with that account? And if the answer is it's been open for X amount of years, no problems, let's go ahead and lend to them. Yeah, so it sounds like the advantage is is, you know, obviously at some point you're saying, you know, you, you're going to likely need to borrow some money for something, either a car, yep. a home, a refinance, whatever it is. And yes. you want to have those relationships established. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. Let's go ahead and continue to make it like, you know, really practical for people and talk about, you know, just like some real things. Like, I, like I'll say, I know like for one example, for me, like when I was trying to get my PPP loan, yeah. uh, when I first started, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, at first round, I'm looking at the requirements. I'm like, okay, I could definitely qualify. This is cool. So I go to, they, everyone's like, and, and they decide, you know, to, to do it through the banks, right? You had to go apply yep. through your bank. So I'm like looking at my, the only bank I had at the time was Bank of America. So with Bank of America, they're like, yeah, we're doing it, but not now. Um, you got to wait. And and they're doing the local banks first. So I went and ran mm-hmm. over to a local bank and they're like, yeah, we're doing it, but you don't have an account with us. So can I get one right now? They're like, yeah, but you would have had to have it for a certain amount of time. So we ain't, you know, so now I'm like, oh, if, man. If you would have so- had your five accounts. <laughs> 50 years ago, we'd be good. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> so, so that's so that's like a real situation. Like I wanted to, yeah. you know, share it. So eventually, just so you guys know, I had to wait a while. And I, I tried several national banks and had no luck. I had to go the, the local bank route. And eventually, mm-hmm. thankfully, I found one um, that would rock with me, um, even though I didn't have an account with them. Um, wow. They were cool. But it took a long time. And I was just like, man, I should have listened to Eve when she told me <laughs> months ago to get multiple accounts. So yes. that's one. And so can you, can you share a story about, you know, some, some, some like real life, like how having a relationship with your bank has, has helped you. I think you have like a recent example. Yeah. I got a couple of recent examples. Um, so here's a perfect example. You know, we're really took, we're really talking about the personal banking. Um, but there's a whole nother level when it comes to business banking. So, so let's kind of shift and let's talk about that because that is where I'm like, game over. Like experience is yes. So I had, you know, from the Bay area, you know, moved here in 04. When we moved here in 04, guess what? My credit union was in the Bay area. I had to find somebody out here. Um, 
there wasn't really a credit union that really stuck out. So I chose a bank. I chose Chase. And so since 04, I've been banking with Chase. Okay, that's great. They get my direct deposits from work. Perfect account history, all of that good stuff. Okay. So then it came time to open up a business bank account. And I remembered, okay. And, you know, key factor number one, if you're ever thinking about doing a business bank account, you want to make sure that when you're choosing a bank that it offers both personal and business. Because been rocking with Chase since 2004, when it came to opening my business bank account, it was seamless. I hear people all the time, like having issues opening up bank accounts. And I'm like, business bank accounts. I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? Like I was in and out in like less than 20 minutes. Mm. So great experience. I'm like, oh, this is easy, but it also has to do with how your company structured and all of that. That's a whole nother different podcast. But long story short, because I had an existing relationship with them and my account history was phenomenal, they didn't question whether or not I was a legit business owner or they didn't question like, okay, where's this money coming from? Which when you open a business bank account, sometimes people ask a lot of questions that it's like, am I being interrogated right now? (laughs) Yeah. They want to ask questions to make sure you're a legit company. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, okay, great. I got my, you know, my chase account. Perfect. That's awesome. Then I go to my local bank, bank of the West and that phenomenal experience, you know, shout out Satha takes care of me Mm -hmm. and just makes my life just easy. And, and the crazy part was when I was looking and considering a business bank account, I put on Facebook, I'm like, who can help me open up a business bank account? Where are my business bankers at? Mm. And then people were tagging and Satha's name kept coming up. And I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. I need to meet him. I got to I gotta give a quick shout out because I, I was saying who was texting me and I wasn't saying his name, but it's, it's Satha. So shout out to Satha. Satha, yes. thank you. Thank you for, yeah. Yes. So I saw his name tagged and I saw other people's names tagged. So I click on everybody's name and I message everybody. Satha was the only one, bam, wrote me back like instantly. And I'm like, all right, like, let's go. Like, how do I do this? He was like, okay, well, you know, tell me what your business is. No, he said, give me a call tomorrow morning and let's talk. I gave him all my information over the phone. He's like, okay, all I need is about 10 minutes of your time. Come in, sign some docs. You'll be ready to go. And I'm like, what in the world? Okay, like, let's do it. This is how he operates. Mm -hmm. From the moment that I put the Facebook post and however many people tagged him, the fact that I messaged everybody and he wrote back right away and he handled me from A to Z perfectly. I'm like, this is dope. Mm -hmm. This is dope. So fast forward time. Now I have my, both of my accounts open for about a year or so year and a half. Well, a little bit, a year and a half long story short, When I opened my account with Satha, they automatically gave me a 5,000 limit credit card for my business. Mm. I had just opened the account with them. They don't know who the heck I am. Been with Chase since 2004 on personal, opened up my business bank account a year and a half ago. They didn't even offer me a credit card. Mm. And back then I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just like, open up my business bank account. Like we just do that later. But now as I'm replaying the moments, I'm like, hmm. So then I'm like, okay, well, you know, Chase offers a credit card, the Chase Inc. cash card. Like, let's go apply for that. Boom. They gave it to me. $5,000. Okay. That's cool. But man, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we got businesses to run. So $5,000 goes away real quick. Like, we're not even 10 days in the month and it's gone. So I'm like, what am I going to do with $5,000? Like I need more. Started building business credit. But long story short, guys, when you build relationships with your financial institutions, generally speaking, they will take care of you. But you also got to, you know, build back, but most importantly, assess the whole situation. You know, Majority of all of our business money is going to chase. 
I would think Chase be like, you got all of this activity, you know, deposits, withdrawals, deposits, withdrawals, big deposits, low deposits. Like you have all this activity. I would just think I'm worthy of the five, uh, more than $5,000 limit. I guess not. So then I threw it in the universe. I said, you know what, Chase, if you don't get your stuff together, I'm going to switch all of my stuff to Bank of the West because they already loving on me from the get go. And then, you know, next level, smaller banks, local banks, I hear they have generational monies. Grandma's in, grandkids, great grandkids. And because they're family oriented, it's generations, they build relationships with their people. And when they build these relationships, guess what? Then you get phone calls. Hey, Eva, don't forget that 5,000 limit. That's a cash back rewards program. So if you spend $3,000 in 90 days or whatever the terms were, you're going to earn $550 cash back. I'm like, what? Not only did I not get the credit card right away with Chase, but I got it with Bank of the West with instructions on how I can make more money Mm. by using their services. I'm like, let's go. Like, yeah. this is how we need to be operating with intent. And Who's going to hold my money? And what are you going to do for me? Yeah. Well, also, too, like, I remember, I remember, like, um, back in the day, um, when I first started my account with Bank of America. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Like, here's, like, real, you know, real life. Most of the time when you start an account with with a new institution is because you have a need, right? Yeah. At the time I had this, you know, a check that I was trying to, you know, deposit because I needed the money. So I went to the bank and I didn't have a relationship with them. I think at the time I had a golden one account, you know, credit union because my my, that's where my mom used to bank. So I was young and I went to, you know, start an account. I started with the check. And they were like, "Yeah, okay, cool. This is cool. Um, we don't know you though." And this is this is the language they use. Like this, this was the language they used. And I remember it was no. just kind of weird to me. But they were like, "Since we don't know you, we don't have a relationship with you. You know, we gonna go ahead and hold this. You know, we will take the check." And this is the thing: they didn't tell me this up front. They already took it and deposited. Oh uh, no! You know that money's not gonna be available for about hey, ten days. Your money's hostage. I said, "What? Ten what?" Ah, uh, nah, 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 man. Nah, nah. It got to be, I got to have it, I got to have it sooner than that. They're like, nah, it don't work that way. It's going to be on hold for 10 days. I'm like, for what? They're like, we got to make sure it clears. I'm like, it clears? I was like, it's a, it's a, it's from, uh, where was I working at? Maybe uh, Intel or something like that. I'm like, it's from Intel. What do you think? You know, you think they got no, got no money? Because I'm, I'm talking like a regular, like, I don't know anything, right? I'm young. I'm like, you think they don't got no money? They're like, it's not about that. It's just, that's oh, our policy. Yeah. I was like, man, bump that. Give me my check back. I was like, you tripping. They're like, no, sir, we can't do that. Which means you can't do that. They just repoed your check. I just handed it to you. <laughs> you handed back. <laughs> it's that simple. They're like, nah, nah, actually, we can't do that. And then I had to, you know, kind of remember, you know, I'm a young black man. And I'm, I'm like, dang, I can't really wow out like I want to because, <laughs> you know, I don't want some other stuff to happen. So I'm like, yo, I had to just be like, listen, I, you can't hold my money for that long. I need this money. And I can't remember what it was for, but I knew I needed it because at the time I think I was already had kids and everything. So I was like, I need this money. And they're like, there is nothing we can do. You have to wait 10 days. And I'm like, for what? What is 10 days going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it don't take that long right? to, to know like, the money. You can make a phone call. You can yeah. call them right now and see if the money's good. They're like, nope. So anyway, long story short, I had to wait 10 days. And then that, that got me super weary of, the bank because I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to deposit checks. But I noticed yeah. that after, you know, over time, it got to a place where, you know, anytime I That's deposit a check, it's cleared. Well, no, well now it's, it's cleared, but no. but only to a certain amount, right? I'm cleared up to I don't I don't even know this stuff, but I <laughs> I only only find out when I when I push the envelope. Like, you know what I mean? If I get a check, a really large check, that's when I find out that my limit is whatever, you know what I mean? Yes. Or, you know, like your ATM limit, you know, like sometimes you try to make a big withdrawal, like, ah, you can only actually withdraw this amount. Like there's all these rules that you're just not aware of. Yep. And so what, what I'm learning with you though, 
is that there's all these rules and there's all these things. And I'm thinking as a consumer, I'm just victim to it. Like whatever they want to do, they just do. And I just kind of got to play the game. But I noticed also too, that when I was a principal and my salary was a certain way and my credit was a certain way, I got treated differently sometimes, you know what I mean? And so it kind of started feeling like, okay, so maybe this ain't all just always this way. And now I'm dealing with, you know, talking, you know, being a friend of yours. I'm like, oh no, there's no rules really. Like it's really about who you are. Talk to us because you, you just recently had a situation where you got a fat check. Now I'm going to say about, you know, how much did all that, but you got a pretty fat check. Tell us about that experience. Okay. So, uh, I just, I love this. So, okay. So, you know, you know, last week we talked about us, you know, selling our flip in Chicago. We had the proceeds check because they missed the instructions on to just wire the money. But I'm kind of glad now looking at it that I'm like, I'm glad they didn't wire it because I wouldn't have had this experience. Mm. So I've had this check. And we can't mobile deposit the check because it's too large. So you can't take a picture of it? In, <laughs> in it. <laughs> That's, there's a limit. They're like, nah, nah, you're going to have to bring I that in. I put it in there and they're like, no, it exceeds the limit of yeah. deposits. And no, I'm like, have to see that check. Yeah. Yes. So I'm like, <laughs> dang. Okay. So now I got to figure out in my schedule where and how I'm going to fit this in to go to the bank. Mm. So, you know, I go to the bank and, you know, I'm in line and I'm, get to the teller and I'm like, okay, I want to deposit the check. And I give her my bank card and my ID. And she's like, okay, hold on. I got to call a manager. So then they go call the manager because it's a large check. Mm -hmm. And this was like at 11 in the morning. So I'm like, can't you just call the other financial institution and be like, is this real? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, they got rules. They've got rules. They got rules. So long story short, she's like, okay, based on your account status, the available funds will be $5,000 and the rest, which is a whole lot rest. A whole lot more than 5000 Definitely. <laughs> will be on hold for seven days. And Ooh. I'm like, seven days? Like, what if I need to go buy a property tomorrow? Like, I am SOL'd. And now, I'm hold on, like, hold on. Now, time out. Now, I just want y'all to notice the kind of problems that Eva has. She <laughs> said, what if I got to go buy a house tomorrow? <laughs> One day, guys. One day. One day. Okay, continue with your story. (laughs) Go go on with your story. Go ahead. (laughs) Eva problems. Yes. Um, (laughs) So I'm like, seven days? And I'm like, why is that? I mean, it's it's paid to my business. Granite, this isn't, this is my local bank. This is Bank of the West. This is not Chase. So they don't see all my activity of deposits, withdrawals, deposits, withdrawals, and all that good stuff. So they're like, yeah, you know, based on our relationship, they, they was nice. They She was nice about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> based on our relationship, we had to hold it for seven days. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't need it. Whatever. I'm just like, get me out of here. I got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I left. And what do I do? I messaged Safa. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Safa, why'd your bank like put a hold on my check for seven days? I got stuff to do. (laughs) Uh huh. Now Safa's like, why didn't you come see me? I was like, but you were busy with the customer. I don't care. We got you. I will lift the hold first thing in the morning. We got you. Mm. And I'm like, what? like yeah when you wake up tomorrow morning all of your funds will be available i'm like let's go yes but it's because of the relationship it's because of the relationship it's because of 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 posture it's because of how you carry yourself how you manage your accounts you know he knows i'm very active in the community we're helping a lot of people Mm -hmm. like we're we branded ourselves well yeah and yeah. and he's and he's like, I mean, I'm not gonna say what he said because that's actually privy to the Lions Club. But he oh. was like, "You'll always be taken care of at this bank." And I'm like, hey. "Yes, let's go. let's go. What can we buy? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> what are I we love talking? it. What are we talking? Like that's an right. unlimited line of credit? Or is that hey. what we talking about? 
let's see. But see, this is why it's so important. It is so important, you know, to to serve. It is super important to do good when it comes to your financial institutions. Now, yeah, you got to have you got to be very intentional with who you choose to do business with and be Mm -hmm. wise because you won't get this type of experience everywhere. So ask for the referrals. Don't be shy. If you need to open up a bank account, somebody please tag your personal banker, tag your business banker. My favorite is when I get those offers in the mail that says, if you open your account with us, we'll pay you $350. That's free money. Yeah, you know, and an I, I'm, honestly, I, I I've seen so many of those. I never went for them, but I know a few people who who have, mm-hmm. like you do, mm-hmm. and other people in the Lions Club, and they can get free money. I'm like, what am all this time? <laughs> yes. Man, I could have been getting because I remember seeing some. You know what? I actually have my cousin next. He does it, so I I gotta say I know one person. <laughs> But he used to he used to he used to find it every couple of months. He would find some offer, give you five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars if you do X Y Z, and he would go do it. And go online. You can Google what is it like new account, new bank account bonus. Google Mm. new bank account bonus. See all the banks that pop up. Definitely read the fine print. Usually, Mm. when you get a bonus, what this means is you need to be sure you have direct deposit into that account within like 30 to 45 or 60 days or something like that. So at the end of the day, if they're going to give you a bonus, make sure you read the fine print and you follow all of those instructions. And yeah, banks are paying people to do banking with them. Now, yes, I've, I've got free money with Chase. I've got free money with other credit unions, Navy Federal for all of those Navy Federal you know, credit union holders right now, they're offering $25 for your children's bank accounts, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad I kind of procrastinated on giving the boys their bank accounts because now we can collect $25 on all of them. There it is. And I know and- some people are like, $25, it ain't nothing. But what I want you guys to understand about that, like, because I trust me, I was definitely on that. Um, it adds up. It adds, it adds up, up over time. And the thing is, like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, ever since I've been starting to really just be like, hey, no, I'm I'm watching every penny. Yep. I noticed I got more pennies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, now that I'm really mining, and, 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 you know, I mean, like, I got more stuff. I got, you know, yeah. and, and and it's just a good feeling, especially when you also, to have cl- clarity around how your money's being spent. So, like, yes. you know, I haven't, like, recently I paid all my bills, and I, you know, I know what's in my account. I know what's coming, whatever I have to prepare for. And I'm not sitting there thinking like, where did my money go? I don't, I don't have that. I know where it went, exactly where it went, all of it. And, um, right. Matter of fact, my wife, just before we got on the podcast asked me, uh, cause you know, she has a, a, a family member that needs something. So she's like, Hey, can we, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. We got it. Yeah. It's like, Oh, with cool. confidence, with confidence. And it wasn't like, and the thing is, it's, and I mean, we got it. It's, it's, it's not like we have like such an excess. It's just that I, I have categorized where my money is. And I yep. know that for incidentals, I have a certain amount in there where that amount's not going to impact us. Like yes. it is not going to pay anything else. It's not like it, mm-hmm. nothing's going to not happen because of that. Um, and it's a good feeling to have, but it's because I'm being so intentional. Um, and so, you know, another part of this, which is, I think is really great. And I thank you for bringing this up for the podcast is to be intentional about the relationships you have with your bank. I think a lot of people don't even think about that. No, They don't even think about that. Okay. So let's, let's once again, let's go back to that and give some people some practical steps. Like how can they start to build a relationship with their bank? Um, and, and, you know, once again, kind of reiterate what you recommend in terms of, you know, someone who's just starting out and trying to build um, themselves up personally. And then, you know, eventually business, what do you recommend and how do you start those relationships? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I do and how I do it. So first step, research some banks that are offering you incentives. When you open up the bank account, they're going to pay you to open up the bank account. Some banks will give you a $200 bonus, a $350 bonus. I've seen as high as a $450 bonus. So I would start there because I'm like, that's free money. If you meet those criteria in order to get the free money, that's free money. That could be a car payment. That could be towards groceries. That could be towards paying off debt, whatever. It's free money. 
That's what people need to be looking for. Because right now, interest rates and bank accounts is pennies. We don't look at bank accounts for the interest rates. We look at for how much they're going to incentivize us for opening the account in the first place. Now, when you open the account, generally speaking, to get the bonus, they want you to sign up direct deposit. So make sure you sign up your direct deposit. Now, what some people don't realize is some employers will allow up to four direct deposits on their paychecks, which means when you get paid, you can have part of your money to one account, another part to another account, and so forth. So, Mm. and having it automated, in essence, that's how you're building a relationship with your bank. You're making these deposits. Now, granted, they want to see more deposits than withdrawals, they, they, that's what makes them happy. That's how they make money off of our money. But most importantly, when you have that type of activity, they monitor that activity. So let's shift to the Chase bank account. I had them open for a year and a half. They gave me finally after a year, they gave me a $5,000 business credit card, which was great. Guess what? Business has been picking up. They see all of the activity, money coming in, money coming out. Most importantly, more money coming in than going out. Just last week, they approved me for another Chase credit card for $18,000. November was the first card. December, January, February, March, April, six months later, I get another card that is more than three times the limit of the account that I currently have. Do you think it's because of all of my activity and the relationship that I've built with them? Now, I did throw it into the universe. I'm like, Chase, you better get it together. Otherwise, I'm going to take all my money over there. I'm going to put it over here. But yes, when you have positive banking account numbers, deposits, more deposits than withdrawals. You're consistent. They're going to look at that first. If they don't already know you by name, they're going to look at that first and then basically, you know, kind of judge you to determine what type of products and services they can offer you. Now to take it to the next level. Yeah. Show your face, you know, get to know the tellers. You know, if you find a favorite teller, always make sure you end up in their line. Build that relationship with the branch managers, the managers, if they're on the floor, say hi. I mean, I know right now it's you know probably still a little weird because of the whole COVID guidelines, but at the end of the day, show your face because should you ever need to borrow money, a friendly face and somebody that you've built a relationship with will always win the complete stranger that comes into the branch asking for money. Yeah. And, and so also what I'm hearing too with this, and thank you for those tips, is that because for all those people who are, you know, cash only, yes. who still, you know, don't trust the banks and they're like, nah, I'm going to put it in the mattress or in the shoebox. Mm-hmm. You know, I get that. I understand that. Yep. But one thing that I want um, to share, and I, and I, I hopefully you've, you've heard this when Eva was talking, the purpose of having relationship with banks is not just for them to hold your money. Right. It's so that you can leverage the relationship to get more money. Yes. Yes. Right. That's it. Like that's the game. That's the game. That's how you win. Yes. (laughs) Either through borrowing or incentives or something, but that's the point, right? The point is to leverage the relationship to get more money. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, potential connections. My son be coming home with all kinds of great customer service stories. Customers be telling him their lives. And I'm like, Okay, well, if I need a doctor, I know who to go to. (laughs) Like, it's not even just about the bank letting you borrow money. It's they know who's the mover and the shaker within their own bank. Who's the top investor real estate wise or stock wise? You know, who's the whatever? There's connections. There's networks there. I mean, you know, I know there's some privacy policies, but still, At the end of the day, like you never know, you build these relationships, they may just be like, oh, well, you know, I know somebody in that industry, they can help you do this. Mm -hmm. That's what you got to look at. That's good. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, It's already like 
you guys will see this on YouTube. It's it's, it's black in my room. I need to. <laughs> We blacked out. I feel like I, like I got to turn off my light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we blacked out in my room right here. It's late, and I can, I can, I can feel it. Uh, you know, my kids and my wife are, you know, either at the door or they're like they're about to come in and about to bust it any time. I can feel it. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. But yeah, let's leave, leave the people with uh, one last uh, golden nugget when it comes to, you know, really, you know, knowing your banks, right? Like know yeah. your banks, have a relationship with your banks. Why is it important? Um, you know, I think a lot of people just don't understand. You know, this is one of, another one of those kind of like wealth building principles. Wealth building, we don't yes. talk about a lot. Like I never hear people really talk about this. Yep. But uh, so so tell them once again why it's important uh, and why they should you know invest in those relationships. Yes, definitely, guys. When it comes to banking, you definitely want to invest in relationships. Get to know the people, know the branch managers, know the tellers, know everybody that's in there because the end game result is you're going to need to borrow money, whether it's to buy the mortgage, the car, the boat, the RV, the credit cards have higher limits, lines of credit. At the end of the day, the end game is to borrow money to take your finances to the next level. The bank is more open and willing to do that for you if they know you. How do they get to know you? By you having a good relationship, keeping your accounts positive, more deposits than withdrawals, a lot of nice looking activity. But most importantly, build those relationships so that when it comes time that you need them, they will have no problem helping you because they know your name. They probably know your kids' names. They probably know whether or not you're having a bad day at work. Those are the types of relationships we want to build so that you can take your finances to the next level because that's a whole network that you can utilize. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you are ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered. 